either the United States will destroy ignorance or ignorance will destroy the United States. W.E.B. Du Bois. Good evening, everyone. This is Darrell McLean. Welcome to the Darrell McLean Show. It is March Thursday, 26. So today was a huge news day in business. Uh, more than 3 million people in the United States filed for unemployment insurance, breaking the record. Uh, more than 2,800 people had filed for unemployment in the previous month. The 3 million number has broken a record. The last number was in 1982, and the number of claims in 1982 was about 82,000. So it's a really big deal, and that is not even including the number of people who they think will file for unemployment this week. The economist from Grant Thornton, Diane Swalk, said this is just the tip of the iceberg because the U.S. economy and its businesses cannot plan for sudden stops like this in cash flow. California alone is seeing 100,000 jobless claims every single day. Now, some good news were that stocks futures rallied overnight after the Senate passed a massive $2 trillion stimulus package that I talked about yesterday. According to Mark Hamrick, the senior economic analyst at Bankrate.com, he says it's reasonable to expect that all the jobs lost um, will be coming back. So that is some good news. And the highest number of unemployment, like I said before, was back in 1982. And that number was 695,000 people filed for unemployment benefits in 82. And now we are at 3 million. In Virginia, Governor Northam in the past two weeks has changed everything about the state from the way you work for the way you eat, including the way you play, by limiting the number of people that could go into public businesses to the number of 10 the governor has closed schools for the remainder of the year and closed all businesses for the next 30 days except for essential personnel to stop the spread of coronavirus. Virginia has more than 450 people in the state so far that has been tested positive for the disease. Now the governor has the authority under a Virginia law that when a pandemic happens he becomes the head of the Department of Emergency Management. And now the president, of course, is very optimistic about the coronavirus being short-lived. He says he wants the U.S. economy open back up by Easter. Unfortunately, it doesn't really look like that is going to happen. The U.S. is now the leading country on coronavirus illnesses. We have just today topped 1,000 people who have died from the coronavirus. New York yesterday had 100 deaths in one day, and the one state of New York has had 385 deaths 
so far. So if anybody has been keeping up, that means that in a short few weeks, the U.S. has had more deaths than the last three years of the wars in Afghanistan. Yesterday on the show, I made the case that uh, Senator Bernie Sanders should remain in the race, and Senator Sanders did not disappoint. He had an epic speech on the Senate floor when he was protesting some of the pork that was being put into this stimulus package. And now I find that some of my Republican colleagues are very distressed. They're very upset that somebody who's making 10, 12 bucks an hour might end up with a paycheck for four months more than they received last week. Oh my God, the universe is collapsing. Imagine that. Somebody who's making 12 bucks an hour, now like the rest of us, faces an unprecedented economic crisis with the 600 bucks on top of their normal, their regular unemployment check, might be making a few bucks more for four months. Oh my word! Will the universe divide? How absurd and wrong is that? What kind of value system is that meanwhile these very same folks had no problem a couple years ago voting for a trillion dollars in tax breaks for billionaires and large profitable corporations not a problem but when it comes to low-income workers in the midst of a terrible crisis maybe some of them earning were having more money than they previously made oh my word we got to strip that out you got to call those poor people that no matter what, by the way, when this bill, when the McConnell bill first came up, unbelievably, and I know many Republicans objected to this, they were saying that, well, we want to give a, whatever it was, a thousand or twelve hundred bucks, but poor people should get less. You see, because poor people are down here, they don't deserve, they don't eat, they don't pay rent, they don't go to the doctor, they're somehow inferior because they're poor, we're going to give them less. Well, that was addressed. Now, everybody is going to get the $1,200. But some of my Republican friends still have not given up on the need to punish the poor and working people. You haven't raised the minimum wage in 10 years. Minimum wage should be at least 15 bucks an hour. You haven't done that. You've cut program after program after program, and now horror of horrors, for four months, workers might be earning a few bucks more than they otherwise well, needless to say, this is an amendment that is coming up. I don't think it's going to go very far. And if it does go far, I will introduce an amendment to deal with the corporate welfare, the $500 billion in corporate welfare, which is, to me, a very serious problem. But I do not think we're going to get the 60 votes, and that will be the end of it. So that was Senator Bernard Sanders on the Senate floor railing against some of the Republican senators who had tried to strip out the provisions that people who made less than $30,000 a year and did not pay any income taxes should be left out of the stimulus package. Now, the stimulus package, of course, that's passed. It was several thousands of pages, and unfortunately, like any large bills like that, you really won't know what's in it till it starts to be implemented. 
But from what we have seen so far, it, it is exactly what you would have expected. Um, of course, $500 billion worth of money that went to big business. There is about $400 million worth of loans for small businesses. The bad things about the bill is even though people are getting a $1,200 minimum payment and $2,400 for a family, as long as the couple makes less than $150,000, that is a one-time payment for twelve dollars to $2,400, which doesn't really do a lot if you're out of work for the next four months. We don't really know how long this pandemic is going to happen, but all the epidemiologists is saying prepare for something to be long-term. When it came to the loans for small businesses, um, there was a few provisions in there. Small businesses can take them out as loans as long as they keep their employees on the payroll. That is a good thing, but unfortunately that uh, prerequisite did not apply to big businesses. Big businesses will still be allowed to lay off at least 10% of, of their work population as long as they do it in a t six month period. So I don't know why that got through, but of course it did. The bill passed the Senate uh, 69 to zero and it is now on the way to the House. And we will see if it passes the House and if the president signs off on it. If the bill gets signed off on, they, of course they said if you have direct deposit and you use direct deposit on your IRS forms, then you will be getting a payment by April. If not, the bad news is your payment will be coming in about two months. So in any time like this, it's kind of disappointing, you know, when you look at the priorities of the Congress and the Senate. But I'm just going to read to you something from uh, Economic Plan and Impacts of Coronavirus. This was put out by uh, BernieSanders.com, what his plan would be. And it says emergency funding for paid family and medical leave, expand unemployment insurance, including for tip workers, gig workers, domestic workers, and independent contractors, expand Meals on Wheels and the school lunch program and SNAP, immediate moratorium on evictions, foreclosures, and utility shutoff, construct emergency homeless shelters for the homeless survivors of domestic violence and college student quarantined off campuses, emergency leading to lending to small businesses and medium-sized businesses to cover payroll and productions of emergency supplies. That's the kind of thing we need in the um, this type of economic downturn that we're going through because of the pandemic. Like um, the economist said, the U.S. economy was not built for a constant shutoff in these businesses like we've seen we have not seen before th this many u.s businesses coming to a halt at one time so because the because the private sector cannot intervene because if they did it would cause the coronavirus to spread the government needs to intervene in a more heavy-handed way that was the rest of the news that I have for today. This was the Darrell McLean Show. If you want to support the content, you can find me at www.patreon 
slash the Darrell McLean show. You can also listen to the show on Spotify and we will be on iTunes very soon. Thank you and have a good night.